The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedian, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve, debate and discuss, I guess more discuss than debate, uh, ways to save your marriage in 10 minutes or less. Uh, Steve, how are you doing today? Good. And uh, not just marriage, any relationship. We'll take the question on and we'll deal with it. Yes, we will. We will take a crack at anything. We might fix it. We might ruin it. It might be a draw, but we are we are game to try anything. <laughs> and here is our listener uh, email this week. Uh, the person says, I am 24 years old and my partner is 38 years old. We had been in a relationship for just nearly two years when he called me out of the blue and dumped me. Yes, over the phone like a coward. He said to me so many reasons as to why he was breaking up, including, I want to get married and I don't think you want it to. I'm scared you'll get bored and leave. There's something missing. I don't have butterflies anymore. These all seem ridiculous based on our relationship, and perhaps it is a testament to why he is 38 and still single. Am I dealing with a commitment phobe? I love him in the most real sense of the word, and I'm hoping he will come back to me if I leave him alone to sort out his head. Please help me. What should I do? All right, Steve. She asked the question, what should she do? Well, he hasn't left her with a lot of options with regard to the relationship. So if it's in the rearview mirror for him, I'm not sure what it is that she's able to do to salvage it. A lot of times when one person is checked out, they're gone. Uh, We talked about this before. It's like going over the uh, spike strips that once the car passes over those spike strips, you can't throw it in reverse or you're going to ruin your tires. And that's the way people are. But her other question was, am I dealing with a commitment phobe? And that's an interesting one because that phrase gets thrown around quite a bit, that he's afraid of commitment or she's afraid of commitment. And uh, I don't know what your experience with that phrase has been, but it always hits me as funny when people say that. However, and the reason it hits me as funny is because that any time a relationship ends, the, the burned person sort of jumps to, well, they must be afraid of commitment. Otherwise, why wouldn't they want to be with me? I'm awesome. The way that he dumped her, though, is interesting to me. Because the one reason that he gave that catches my attention is I don't have butterflies anymore. And I think, ooh, that's not a commitment phobe. That's somebody, and James, this is one thing you're going to get all up in arms about. (laughs) That's usually somebody that's got a little bit of chaos and addiction in their background. That uh, they sort of, yeah, I I know the way, now just before you go, (sighs) let me finish my thought here. Go for it. Which is that uh, people that have that machinery in their head, and it it comes out in different ways, is they're always seeking pleasure. Seek pleasure, seek pleasure, because that helps them deal with their own internal anxiety or demons or whatever word you want to put on there. And those are people that use relationships to do that kind of thing. So they get into the headspace of, they look at their partner and say, well, you used to make me happy and I'm not happy anymore, so it must be your fault. And they project all of that out and they assume, well, I don't have butterflies. I don't want to chase you around the kitchen table and uh, do it in every room anymore so that the relationship must be dead. The emotional intimacy component of the relationship doesn't occur to them because it doesn't make sense to them. They're always about that, that, that pleasure principle in the relationship. So that tells me this may not be a commitment phobe as somebody who is not good at emotional intimacy because that part was absent growing up for them. And that is the part that they will need to work 
work on. For the girl, I, I think it was a girl who wrote in. I can't remember if you used which yeah, pronouns yeah, you used, but I'm assuming just that one's 24, one's 38. But uh, for her, what she should do, I think, is pay attention to why you picked this guy. Because coming out of the blue with a phone call, I think that is a little bit cowardly on his part, but I don't know what else he's supposed to do. At least he didn't send you a text message. Uh, sitting down face to face would have been nicer, but he might have been afraid of your reaction. But why'd you pick this guy? If he is commitment phobic, if I'm calling it something wrong, or if he is not real good at emotional intimacy, why did it take you two years to figure that out? Or were you fooled by it? Why were you fooled by it? What's what's up with you that your radar antenna might be bent a little bit to not recognize this? And James, it could be her age. 24-year-olds, she was 22 when he came into her life. I don't know. 16-year age difference, we talked about that one a few, year, uh, <laughs> a few weeks few ago. Years. Feels, Feels like, like a few years. years. <laughs> Anyway, I'm talking fast because I can feel my time compressing and you want to jump in. And so let me give you a little space here, too. <laughs> oh, OK. Are you oh, are you finishing? Space, I, thought, I thought you were going to continue there. Uh, yeah, that was. No, uh... no, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you you always go. You always go so far with it. He's, he, he doesn't feel butterflies, so he must be a heroin addict or at least, a, you know, a, you know, a, a chemical. Oh, junkie my God. <laughs> so you took a slingshot and you sent it hurling in the other direction. All right. So. So anyway, um, <laughs> y y y you're not going to feel that way your entire relationship. I mean, if you really expect to feel like a, a physiological reaction every time you look at somebody or every time you interact with somebody, especially after years, you're just setting your up for yourself up for disappointment. You can't expect a chemical or an emotional response every time uh, you do something like that. But I'm a big believer, that, and this is a famous saying, I don't know who said it, but when people show you who they are, believe them. I mean, he, he gave you a bunch of different reasons Ooh, why nice. he wasn't uh, why he wasn't into you. Uh, he was so not into you. He he did it by phone call. Uh, he hasn't he hasn't married anybody by this point. Um, you know, believe him. I w I would not waste any more time on this guy. I mean, it seems obvious that you're more into him than he is into you. And you know, I it's not it's not fair for you to keep to, to keep going after him when clearly he's moved on. I don't I don't think he's working. I don't think you can make somebody like you. I think they either do or they don't. And even if you were to you know argue him back into a relationship, I don't think it would be worth it. I think you would always be more in uh, than he is. So I would I would cut your losses as much as it hurts and just uh, and just let him go. As for the age thing, I mean, I met my wife when I was 18 and we were married uh, when we were 22. So, you know, I, I don't think 24 is too year, too young to be thinking about marriage at all. Uh, but yeah, the fact that he is 38, I mean, he's, he's probably had this conversation, this exact same conversation with quite a few people. I mean, by the fact that he's not married now, every single relationship he's had up to this point has ended with a breakup. And by the time you're halfway through yeah. your life, that's a lot of breakups. I mean, this is not the first time he's had this conversation. Uh, so I would, uh, I would say, take him at his word, uh, let him go, and move on to somebody who, uh, who who's not going to dart out like that. I mean, there's, uh, I, I think you're still young, and there's plenty of time. So uh, yeah, I would forget about him. Here's the other thing about 30, and you're you're not even 36 yet, James. And think about how different you feel from 22-year-old kids in general. Like, if you go to a college campus, you might not feel like you don't fit in, but they will all know that you don't fit in. <laughs> 
and you're only 33. So my point that I'm ramping around to is this. A 38-year-old that wants a 22-year-old, I think there's a certain curb appeal that a 38-year-old is looking for. And it's got all to do with that chemical thing that you were talking about. I like how you put that. That uh, when that sort of sexual tension and appeal dissipates over time, then a 24-now-year-old may not have as much in common with a 38-year-old as, uh, as he would like or she would like, frankly. So maybe this was sort of doomed from the beginning because the way that they started the relationship was with a different goal each of them had in mind. But um, I, I, the other thing I wanted to say that I really like how you put it was, and I'll paraphrase with my words, do you want to be... Now, she could have like a temper tantrum and uh, draw him back in, but the way you put it was nice, which is, do you want to be with someone who is coerced into the relationship or do you want to be with someone who wants to be there? And that's a hard question when people feel burned like this, but it's a relevant question, and it really comes down to the foundational point that he's making in the first place, which is, I don't want to be here. And so, yeah, people show you who they are, believe them. Yeah, and it's never it's never going to be easy. I mean, it sucks to waste two years of your life. It sucks to waste 10 minutes of yeah. your life on a podcast like this. I mean, nobody wants to waste time. <laughs> uh, but sometimes you just got to take, you know, take it as a loss, as a learning experience. And, you know, it would have it would have felt a lot better if you would have known these things about him and had the chance to dump him. But uh, the fact is you want something different in life than he did. So I would I would just move on. And I, you know, chances are you're going to end up married before he does. I don't know that he's necessarily a commitment foe, but if he's looking for something, he's either not looking very hard or he's not looking looking at the right places. So uh, I would imagine you'll still end up in a serious relationship or married before he is. Uh, and I think the sooner you forget about him, the better, because uh, I, it doesn't sound like he has a lot to offer you. If he's, And I doubt, you know, when you say, you say he came out of the blue with this, it was out of the blue for you. It probably wasn't out of the blue for him. I mean, he'd probably been thinking and plotting about this for him to just go and spring this on you with this list of reasons. Uh, and maybe he's already, you know, maybe he's already found somebody else. Uh, the age isn't necessarily a deal breaker on its own. We had a different 10 minutes to save your marriage about this. I mean, there are couples who make a big age difference work, but to make a big age difference work, you have to both want the same thing and you have to both be into each other yeah. kind of on a more mature level and not the, I want to feel butterflies every time I see you level. So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, anytime, yeah. Anytime you're two years into a relationship and you got somebody giving butterflies as an excuse, I think it's time to just write them off and move on. Breakwell, a little more extreme than Olivas today. Well done, my friend. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not accusing no, anybody well. of being an addict here. Let's, let's clarify that. <laughs> well, I'll bet there's some back there in his life. I'd bet you a dollar. But <laughs> be that as it may, I support everything you just said. That was very articulate. Well done. All right, so uh, if you have relationship questions, uh, email them to me at jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with an E spelled correctly. Uh, I will tackle it. It doesn't have to be a long-term relationship. It doesn't have to be a marriage. It can be any relationship. It can be parent-child. It can be between two platonic friends. It can be coworkers. It can be any kind of relationship you want. And we'll give it a once-over for 10 minutes and see if we can't make things better or worse. Uh, so thank you for joining us again for another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage. And that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.